0: Still, it's like you just imagine a person who's eight feet tall and it's like, damn, yeah. that's a tall-ass person. Like, that's the tallest person. And then you imagine that, but instead of a bi- bipedal yeah. being, it's a fucking quadruped. Yeah. And it's fucking built because it's just living in the woods. Yeah. Like, constantly running every single day. Like, constantly. Like, it's like four like, of, oh of those God, eight
1: dude. feet tall people standing next to each other, but then also a huge mass of girth. Yeah. Stringed between them, yeah. Oh, and it's all muscle and everything. I was just going to say, all four
0: of those people are like half bodybuilders, half parkour pros. Yeah, like (laughs) it's crazy, absolute insanity. Yep. On that note, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Missing Wires. My name is Alex. My name is Jose, and uh, today we've got a beautiful topic. And uh, I say that. Really pretty. Pretty much every time because we talk about a lot of beautiful things. But this one is especially beautiful, I think, for me because um, I feel like it just, it is so universal. Um, And there are other things we've discussed that are universal, I think, but less, like, uh, less talked about, you know? Like, because I think there are a lot of things that people, that everybody experiences, but until they're actually discussed in a very, like, common light. They don't technically or like typically get categorized as like a um, common affliction that all humans deal with or like a common problem that all humans deal with or something like that. And But this is something that I think you can absolutely check that box without any hesitation because everybody has been new at something. And that's what we're talking about today, being a beginner, talking about starting new things, getting going with them. Talking about the growth that takes place when you follow through and stay consistent with a new thing. talking about being true to yourself, especially within this, if you want to extrapolate that a little bit more, Jose, like
1: I would be so honored. yeah, please. right now, Alex, thank you so much please. Being yourself, I think is is just like you're saying, Alex, like something that a lot of people struggle with um, in the same way that people struggle with like Oh, I don't want to do that. I wouldn't be good at it. I mean, I do want to do it, but like, I'm not gonna because I'm gonna look like a total noob. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna
0: look like I'm gonna look like somebody who's just getting started. Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna look
1: like someone who's just like walking down the street with their pants off, and that's not cool. And it's the same same vein as being yourself. Like, so many people struggle with just being themselves, like completely and utterly themselves. In every situation, yeah it's something that I've struggled with a lot, like growing up in middle school it's like, oh, well, all the cool kids are doing this. I hardly even go to school <laughs> and and my friends are doing this, but are they actually even my friends like and I had a hard time kind of associating with people in school because I was like catering outside of school and hanging out with college kids when I was like 10 years old. Yeah. So it's like, I'm looking at these college kids like, wow, they're so cool. These college kids are just so freaking cool and they're all funny and original and being themselves. And then I go to school in middle school and they're like, all these kids are just being weird little (laughs) fakos, like trying to impress each other with like, oh, I learned how to juggle this year. (laughs) And like...
0: Dude, it's so funny because like... This could almost be taken as condescending, yeah. but I fucking, I feel you. Like I, the competitive, like, and never really spoken about, <laughs> it's like, a, yep. there's a, there's a word for this, um, can't remember it off top right now, but it's, it's basically something that's, uh, a, a rule that everybody feels and knows, but nobody ever talks about yeah. or states that it's a thing. Yeah. Um, I totally feel you. Like there is a weird, like... Like it's in the air and it's not that necessarily everybody in the school is like, wow, I need to be the coolest, but it's like the, the impact of there being a cool way to be creates the atmosphere of like, oh fuck, am I cool or not cool? Yeah. And what does that even mean? Totally. And do I agree with what's popularly cool or do I agree with like the image of what looks cool Mm -hmm. and then what is actually fucking cool? Right and like, which even that can be subjective, if you want to get down to it. But it's really, really interesting. Like yeah. that, that, that totally exists. So I think it's funny, like, yeah. to kind of like voice it um, when it's something that's like, I know people have talked about it before, right? Like oh, that has never been talked about, of course. Like you know, people are impacted by clickiness, and mm-hmm. you know, you get to middle school and somebody's like, you're weird because you like anime or you're weird, which you know that's not going to happen anymore because anime is in the fucking spotlight. But yeah, you know, take your pick of any other flavor. And be like, yeah, you're weird because of this. Yeah, <clears throat> you're weird because of that. Um,
1: and it's like, why is it? Why is anything weird to begin with? Yeah, like, yeah, if any, like for me at this point in life, I'm like, wow, this person's not weird because they're just like embracing the thing that they really enjoy, mm-hmm. embracing the thing that they love. And more people yeah. should be like that. Yeah. And in in middle school, like I said, I hardly went. Like I started skipping classes. Like sixth grade, I was like, um, yeah, yeah. I got other shit to do, and. Didn't really enjoy hanging out. And part of that's, you know, hanging out with, with the college kids, I think, made me way less interested yeah. in, like, the community at
0: school. That's that's totally understandable. Yeah. I mean, especially if they're getting into their own and potentially, like, um, either consciously or subconsciously kind of passing on some of that energy to you. Mm-hmm. Where, like, potentially at a young age, you were feeling like, oh, dang, like, I don't have to try to meet a bar of any kind. Like I actually can just dive in and find my own bars. hmm And that's a bar. Dude, that bars, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Well it was funny
1: too, because in like fifth and sixth grade, whatever, I looking back was probably a total loser. Like like the people that I thought were my friends, like weren't actually my friends. And they just like put up with me hanging around them. Okay. And then the cool kids didn't know me, like me, or talk to me. And then my only actual friends were like family friends and actual family that I was going to school with at the same time. And that might have caused some of the disinterest, but then eighth grade comes along. And like all of a sudden, like all of these cool kids start talking to me. And I'm like, what is going on? And... (laughs) And I'm like, did, did something about me change? Like, do people just realize that I never show up at school? So maybe I'm like mysterious now. <laughs> and, and like, they just want to like hang out and be friends with me. And these couple of girls came up. They were like, hey, do you want to go the, to the eighth grade tea with us? And they were like, a couple of the more popular girls. And I'm like, no, I have a girlfriend. And you actually know that. Like, I know that you know that. And they're like, she's not going to find out, and I'm like, fuck you! <laughs> I just <laughs> walk off, and but it's interesting. It Something like a movie scene.
0: Yeah, it totally was. Yeah, it was so bizarre. That's, it's always weird when you have moments that feel like a fucking yeah. movie scene. One hundred percent. It feels. It's crazy.
1: And cool. and to this day, I look back. I'm like, did someone dare them to do that? Like, was that just like? A prank on me. Oh, or was yeah, this, like, like when I was little,
0: like, oh, yeah. like let's see. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or were they like actually interested? Yeah, yeah. And like, did like I somehow get some sort of reputation because I was in eighth grade and my girlfriend was in high school, mm. but she was a year ahead of me, and then she started going to high school. Right. So um yeah, and it was just it was it was bizarre. And I never knew like how to act and and be myself, like with all of these different groups of people. Mm. And and I also think that's Another thing that turned me off from school is because I'm like, I'm seeing all these other people act. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I need to like, be like acting like something too. And, and, mm-hmm. and I hadn't realized yet that it like didn't matter. Yeah. You know, that middle school and high school doesn't
0: matter at all. Yeah, they don't teach that.
1: Yeah, and they should. They should be like, hey, right now, <laughs> you guys are like clicking up over here. It doesn't matter. This kid's going to be a loser at 25. <laughs> like, you guys yeah. think he's cool now? Just wait till you see him at 25. He's going to be the <laughs> biggest loser in this room. And this kid over here, he's going to be super smart, successful. He's going to have crazy amount of people trying to get on his bandwagon. Mm. And you guys are going to be like trying to reach out to him, feeling bad for treating him like an idiot nerd yeah. in the fifth grade.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny to think about that and to think about like, oh man, like, they're, they're you know, no matter where you're at, there is like a percentage of people within the place that you grew up who are like, who are going to achieve like great things.
1: Yeah. Like big
0: things. Yep. Amazing things. Right. Like this is like a small example, kind of funny example. A girl I went to middle school with was like the top, top creator on Pornhub for like, whoa, like a long standing amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I was like, holy shit. Got hello awards. She's rich as fuck. Like, wow. I was like, kill it, dude. Slay. Ever. Like, that's fucking lit. Damn. And, like, there's people that I know, like, from my high school who are, like, absolutely successful, like, in multiple different areas. Yeah. I got a friend who's a very successful videographer, like, who's built his own bus. He has a full, like, his entire living setup. He, like, you know, bought an old school bus. Yeah. Built it back up. Let's Shouts go. out. His name is Remington. Um, if he's ever listening to this, he knows I'm oh. talking about him.
1: Yeah, Remington. Yeah. You know Remington? Yeah. Well, not, like, in person. Oh, okay. Well, like, through Discord or something. <clears throat> through something? Through something. Uh, you mentioned him before, that's for sure. Yeah. Shout out Remington. Re- shout out Remington.
0: Yeah, he has a fucking school bus yeah. that he, like, you know, built up, painted, repainted everything. And it's sick as hell. He's got his entire music setup in there. And his, like, his whole full PC, everything, is full bed, everything. Wow. It's all fucking rigged. That's dope. Yeah. And he constantly posts, like... Um, if he's not like driving the bus to some beautiful and amazing places to yeah. also do video videography while he's there, he's like fucking posting um, videos of him at home just adding additions to the bus. Yeah. Like the last thing he did before he went on right now, he's on the road. I just checked his Instagram like yesterday. He's on the road in Utah. He's it's talking beautiful ass pot. Um, and uh, he was building a fucking back deck for his bus, okay, because like. He had like this, you know, those kind of wimpy little things that hold bikes because he has a dirt bike. And so he has like this, like one of those wimpy little things. But he's like, you know, he makes this video. He's like, look at this fucking piece of shit. He comes over, he like rattles it. And it's all like loose as hell on the trailer hitch. It's just like, he's like, so I think my next project is I'm just going to fucking build a back deck, you know. And that's just like the next 30 hours of his story is literally just updating, like, every two or three hours. Wow. It's just more and more. And then, boom, 30 fucking hours later, this dude is, like, the um, embodiment of have an idea and execute.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, quickly. Awesome. It's nuts, man. Like, and he's just spent a lot of time, um, obviously, like, from when I knew him, like, not that I don't know him now. I just, like, I'm not in regular communication with him. Um, I saw him at the weed store the other night, though, and that was fucking a beautiful nice. kind of, like, moment. but. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, he he does all the welding himself. He does, like, he's, like, learning how to weld while yeah. welding, you know, just, <laughs> like, like, it's fucking sick, you know? Yeah. It's, like, it's really inspiring, right? Because it's, like, yo, he's just being himself. Yeah. And he's, like, willing to be a beginner at anything. Yeah. For any amount of time. Like, as long as it fucking takes to, like, understand the thing that he's trying to accomplish and then realize what it takes to make that happen. Yeah. Right? Like, it's pretty fucking incredible, man, like um so and, and that I mean that brings us like into our main point, right like Me too, really just being being who you are, um and I like how that connects with with the growing and the being a beginner, yeah right? like because it's funny, like even with the with the mushroom stuff, right, like I mean, I'm growing mushrooms and and at the beginning, her having, like, a lot of, like, oh, man, I'm really, really worried about them. And, like, I'm really, really wanting them mm-hmm. to come out well. And, of course, like, I wanted them to succeed as well. Especially because yeah. she, she did, like, honestly, like, 95% of the work yeah. of the starting. She did, like, fucking pretty much everything. So, like, I've been, like, reminding her of that consistently because she'll forget. Um, and it's, like, it's fucking beautiful every time. She'll be, like, I'll remind her. And then she'll be, like, Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know what? Yeah, I did do that. I did do that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, give yourself a sticker and a pat on the back and a high five. Like, what the fuck? Um, And, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, man, like, I, there's so much room that I'm making for error because I'm like, we're absolute beginners. Like, and that's what I'm like, that's what I'm trying to like, really like strive for is to just like constantly like recheck in with myself and be like, no, I can't, like, get upset at myself for not knowing how to use Canva efficiently. Like, I am a beginner. Like, so my posts are going to look like I'm a beginner. Like, what am I going to spend a year becoming proficient and, like, having 5,000 hours of experience in Canva before I even post something? It's like, no, dude, dude, crazy, man. Like, what am I talking about? It's like, I'd rather just put myself on display as what yeah. I am. And if, if if what I am is a beginner in something, then that's okay. Like mm-hmm. Right? Like it's a really like weird feeling that exists out there. And I, we can kind of tie this back into the kind of um, social or cultural competitiveness that might be, you know, we kind of talked about it with in middle school and, mm-hmm. and it being more of a social construct and an idea about being cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, the same is true for adults when yeah. they are, they are trying to learn something new. And I think this actually plays into a lot of the reasons why, um, you know, you see like, really old people stuck in their ways for a long time, mm-hmm. unwilling to learn something new and unle- unwilling to even adapt. It's not that they can't learn. They're not too old for this and they're not too old to adapt, right? Like you can see examples of the opposite of people really adapting into their 80s. Like, right, there's people who are in their 80s yeah. who are very adapted to yeah. the culture right now.
1: And just and also learning new stuff all the time.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, not, a, it's not like, oh, I'm too old for this. It's like at a certain point, there is people are deciding that they're unwilling, like unwilling to learn something new, unwilling to be the beginner, I guess. Um, and I don't want to put a blanket thing on it. Right. Cause it's like, everybody's got their fucking shoes that they're walking. Yeah, well, maybe in, so. it's
1: cold. Maybe it needs a
0: blanket. Maybe it needs throw a, blanket. a blanket on there. All right. Throw a blanket on there. You know, I, I feel like for those old people stuck in their ways kind of thing, it can be about pride, like not wanting to be like admitting that they're, um, uneducated about something Mm -hmm. or unwilling or, or, you know, like it's, it's hurting their pride to admit that they're new to something or they're not educated in a certain area or that they don't understand something even Mm -hmm. because that, that even can be like the problem, you know, like sometimes people who are like really like old and bigoted, right. And like they hear about something and they'll be like, well, that just sounds ridiculously stupid or something Mm -hmm. like that before they actually understand the inner workings of the thing that was just told to them. Like, yeah, Um, and I find this to be true, even like you, we can take this into the political spectrum of, um, the like bipartisan, bipartisan issues and, and one party being like, Mm -hmm. well, you guys are just being crazy over there. You guys are so (laughs) out of touch and stupid over there. Right. You could never, you could never understand. Actually, it's to the point right now, currently in the climate where like, I'm not even going to explain why I think the way I think to you because you're so stupid. You won't get it. Yeah. Like and you just don't get it. And when you have both sides of people saying that same thing, it's like, what are we even yeah. fucking doing? Where's like, the
1: common ground? Like, you guys don't even care about common ground. Where's the
0: common like, ground? Honestly, the it's, it's funny too
1: because most of them want the same thing. Yeah, like absolutely. you, you see those people like go out and explain socialism to someone, and but not call it socialism, and just be like, yeah, you know, we need more workers' rights, we need more of this, we need more of that, and. And you know, I bet you're tired of just like getting shafted by the man. Like, you want more money, you need this, you want better health care. You don't and the, agree
0: with what our taxes are being used yeah, for.
1: Yeah, you don't agree with that at all, do you? And we should have better infrastructure and the government should be doing this and this and this. Yeah, and and actually, then like
0: we should do things to help our people right here yeah. in our local yeah, like yeah, yeah, area. Yeah. We should do all those things too. And then
1: they're like whoever it is that they're interviewing or talking to, like complete agreement. They're like, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then, like, the next line will be like, So, how do you feel about socialism?
0: And they're like, No, socialism sucks. It's communism. It's bullshit. It's all this crap. It's and fucking it's Russian like, propaganda. Dude.
1: Yeah. And it's like, Okay, well, I literally just explained socialism to you and yeah. you were completely on board. Yeah. And then I said the word socialism and you got triggered by it. And that's why I think like it's so ridiculous to even like try to have conversations where you use any sort any of specific terminology. Yeah. Because, as soon as you start using specific terminology, people just turn their brains off and they're like, oh, that's a word that I don't like. Yeah. That I, I've i experienced bad things with that word based off of like what I've learned. Yep. So I'm just going to turn off Good. and stop listening. And yep. it's like, okay, well, why don't we just come together on, on issues without using any labeling terminology whatsoever. Yeah. And then everybody can maybe come together. That might be nice. Yeah. yeah. And it, it also like... I feel like it goes back to elitism a little bit Mm. with like, you know, you go through school and everybody's trying to be cool or everybody's trying to like, um, you know, be good at something um, without looking like they're a total fool and a beginner right off the bat, you know? Yeah. Um, They they find their little niches and they start looking cool. And then after school, it kind of transfers into a bit of elitism. And Mm. I think think that also probably transfers in in sports a lot where it's like, you know coach is really grinding your gears in the high school volleyball team or something like that, you know? <laughs> and, um, but it it really does create a a bad community uh, environment for everyone where it's like, okay, well, like, I'm sure someone who's stoked on art and really good at art is going to be stoked when someone begins their art journey. Yeah. You know? So, newer people need to stop worrying about that. Yeah. It's like, enjoy yourself, like enjoy the journey. And that's what that's what humans really cling to as yeah. well. It's, it's kind of, um, <laughs> it's a double-edged sword because you're like, oh, I don't want to look like a noob. I don't want to have to go through all the work. I don't want to have to like do all this stuff. But at the same time, if you were to document your entire journey, you'd have an inspiring story. Like it's what humans just absolutely love is just like that. The beginner hero coming from nothing and saving the world. Yeah. And maybe you're not saving the world by learning a new skill, but you're enjoying yourself and you're you're charting a path. Yeah. And I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before, but it's um, a line from the Cradle Book series by uh, Will White. And uh, I could go on about the Cradle Book series for a long time and I won't. But in the book, one of the characters says something along the lines of there's, there's thousands of different paths but all of them can essentially be reduced to one mm. which is to improve yourself. Mm. And nice. I think it follows that same thing in real life. Like 100%, it's not about everybody else's path. It's not about how many different paths you decide to take. All of those paths can be reduced to just improving yourself, growing mm-hmm. yourself, being yourself, <clears> not being afraid to start a path <coughs> and walk down it. Yeah.
0: you By chance, have a, a chance to read that over there.
1: Do you want me to read it out loud? Sure. All right. Got a whiteboard here. It says, Ultimately, we have just one moral duty, to reclaim large areas of peace in ourselves more and more peace, and to reflect it towards others. And the more peace there is in us, the more there will also be in our troubled world. I can't read the name that that's by. I think it's Ethie some. Nice. I like that. I actually feel this a lot of the same feelings about love as well. Peace and love. Peace, peace and, and love. love. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I... I um... I just felt that that actually kind of tied in with what you were saying about there being one path. Yeah. Um, Because I do, as much as I love nuance and intricacies and, you know, digging in for all the details. Yeah. Digging through the poop. Yeah. Digging through the poop. (laughs) I also, I also love like um, being able to boil things down Mm -hmm. and... And see, like, okay, yeah, cool. Like, no matter what I'm doing, I'm doing this, yeah. Or I'm, or I'm bettering myself, right? Absolutely, like, which is like that, or in a, in another way, I guess. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. It's like you can literally do anything. Just start anything.
1: Yeah, it's like that one percent, man. It's like just follow that one percent. Yeah, actually, I'm. You know, I'm on one today, Alex. Yeah. Let me tell you, I'm going to freak out. Freak out. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not going to freak out. But I've just been feeling really strongly about um, just like thinking about like, okay, there's a 1% chance of this happening, but not even. It's just like, just believing that things are going to happen and that you're heading the right direction. Like, I have no idea what direction I'm heading right now, Yeah. all I know is that everything I'm doing, I'm trying to do it when I think about it. Yeah. And I'm trying to push forward in the things that I know are productive and thinking a lot about the stuff that we've talked about of thinking about everything that's not going to get you to your goal. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't treat your friends like crap. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Dig yourself out of the poop. All that sort of stuff. And... I've been feeling it really strongly when I've been running too. Mm. And that's like, thanks, nice. thanks to you guys. Because I know how much I said that I was not looking forward to run before. Yeah. And now it's like, I'm looking forward to run Fuck yeah. all the time. Cool. And I've been running on my own. Um, nice. Which is not something I ever anticipated in my <laughs> lifetime. Like maybe next lifetime or a couple lifetimes after yeah. that. But now I'm really enjoying it. And it's just like pushing me forward in this way where it's like, okay, I don't know what direction I'm going. But I feel like, and I strongly believe that everything that I'm doing in my life right now, to the best of my ability is going to get me where I need to go yeah. and and get me towards my goals. And yeah. like I don't I can't see the path. I don't know how these things are connected to get me there, but I know that working on this podcast with you and trying to help other people, yeah. I know that trying to help all of my friends as much as I can, and my wife and my parents, and running and staying physically, you know, fit and healthy. Yeah, um, all of it is congealed into this one path that I know is going the right direction. Yeah, and it just feels really cool because it's like I'm, I'm fully believing that all of that is the answer.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. The power of actually. And and this is like, <clears throat> it's kind of funny when you, if you think about trying to like make yourself believe something
1: mm-hmm.
0: and or like um, in a way like force yourself to believe something by, um, you know, reiterating it and pounding it into your head over and over again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, you know, if it's just something that you naturally believe, right? Like what, whatever it is, I think that's personal journey for a lot of people because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of like self-doubt and battles that you have to go through if you're talking about wanting to achieve a certain thing or. um potentially reach somewhere amazing even if that amazing isn't specified yeah um yeah there can be a lot of hurdles on the way to even Mm -hmm. believing especially like you know i didn't grow up with a religion at all Mm -hmm. so like my even and i tend to be very like floaty in my thinking and philosophy right like I, i don't i've said before to people in conversation that i don't feel like i have like a very like firm foundation other than um like i i do have like you know a moral ground that I stand on. But as far as like beliefs and like being like, this is absolute, I don't have a ton of that. Right. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm very much like I have the ways that I think I should be. And I want to be, and I am like going to strive to be those things. Um, And then I also have like parts of my brain where it's like, I was thinking about this the other day, actually. And there's, I was like, man, there's a part of my brain that, just wants to say to everything it's okay like even at my most most intense altercations and or absolute misunderstanding of how somebody could have the philosophy that they have like even at those scenarios there's a part of my brain that wants to be like oh that's okay all right like you know like i I've, I've thought about that like when i think about having a conversation with somebody who is absolutely in a different philosophical feeling than i am in right like you know maybe i come across somebody who doesn't think that like love or being kind to people is is an important thing to do or like um improving yourself is a good path to take or you know if it's somebody who doesn't think that i don't know any any of the stuff that we've talked about is valuable or important right like somebody who's the who might who's somewhat philosophically opposite from me like even in those moments where I'm like, fuck, how? <laughs> like, what are, uh, <clears throat> what are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? I still have like this feeling where I'm like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay. Yeah, I feel like above all, and this actually, I think, came from my mushroom experiences. I haven't put a lot of thought into this, so I'm, I'm probably going to have to like, you know, readdress this at some point you're gaining insight as you go gaining insight during this conversation even um but i feel like that came from my mushroom experiences probably because i remember specifically when any time that i was going into a mushroom experience i was like as a mantra for like 20 minutes straight after i ate them in my head being like "Ah, this is gonna be really chill it's gonna be really good it might get weird but no matter what, it's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. And I would like say these things as a mantra in my head. Just, And I don't think I've really voiced this very much. I think the only times I really voiced this and like told somebody about that is if I um, recognized that somebody was tr- um, struggling to have a good time and or struggling to feel like mm-hmm. they could escape the anxiety that they felt was being invoked by the mushrooms. So I think... that has only come up a handful of times. It's not super frequent in my life. So it's interesting to consider that, like the implication of, especially for me, because I, I, um, I wouldn't attribute my philosophies to mushrooms, but I would absolutely say that mushrooms helped open doors to certain philosophies that very much so resonated with who I am
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, and potentially helped me get, to certain mental areas and certain ways of thinking sooner than I might have. Yeah, same. So, that's like a fucking, a beautiful, like, distinction to make too, I think, because, and I even hear this from people who have had great experiences with mushrooms and or with psychedelics and be like, oh man, that was amazing. Like, I just wish it, like, I wish it could last forever and, like, wish I could, like, keep that feeling with me. And, for me so much of what i got from mushrooms was philosophical based mm-hmm. it was it was very much in like um, ideas and thought patterns and um, perspectives and ways to look at things right mm-hmm. like one of the biggest most impactful ones for me at the time actually was because when i was like 14 and 15 and when i was experimenting with mushrooms a lot that was my biggest actual mushroom time was from 14 to 17 and during that time was like when I was 14 was when my parents were getting divorced and like they were splitting. It was at that time that my mom had officially like moved out and is in a different house, like in a different apartment and shit. And I was like, you know, pretty much like as I wanted to going back and forth between my moms and my dads and like all this jazz. Right. And like at 14, you don't really know how to process that, or at least I didn't know how to process that. Um, and I wasn't like super fucked up about it, but I didn't quite know how to um, articulate the kind of feelings that I had surrounding the topic. And cause I remember being sad, of course, like there was a sadness of like, Oh man, like these memories I have of our family, like things are just going to be different now. Like it's going to be a different, there's just going to be different stuff going on. And it was not a bad connotation in my mind at all. Um, but I remember when it became a good connotation. And that was in the middle of a mushroom trip with my best friend. We're sitting in the, my, like the middle of my fucking dad's house. And my parents are either gone or asleep. And we're fucking high as hell on mushrooms. <laughs> and I find this picture of my parents from like a long ass time ago. <clears throat> and I'm looking at this photograph. And it's like a classic. It's an actual physical photograph. This is not on my phone. It's not digital. It's a physical. That didn't exist back then. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. It did. <laughs> um so i'm looking at this picture and it's just my mom and my dad right and they're young they're like in their 20s and i'm looking at this picture and they're both like smiling and like as i'm looking at this picture all the color in the room around me and everything in the background just starts to really tone down and become kind of gray and the only color left in my vision was like this photograph that i'm looking at like they were the only like everything literally was just great like gray scale in the back. And I'm like looking at this photo, like, and I had like a tear coming out of my eye. And I remember like just doing this thing where I put my fingers between their faces, right? Like to, to separate them. And I was like having this process in my brain where I was like, man, look at how fucking happy these people are. Like, and, you know, like, and I wasn't necessarily disconnecting from the fact that they were my parents, but I was also really trying to disconnect from the fact that I was their child, and I was trying to like um juxtapose them as just human beings that might not have any relationship to me, right and then but then also keeping the emotional part of me intact that recognizes that they're my parents and which was fucking weird, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, man, look how happy they are and then I put my my finger between their faces, and I was like, and they're still just two happy people, even if they're not together, like they're still just themselves like and it was like kind of a big moment for me when i was like damn like this isn't necessarily a bad thing at all like this is they like these two people and mind you there was some like you know not so great stuff that happened between them that led to the split i won't go into that but i'm talking about the split itself right it's like these are still just two people who they just don't mesh well anymore and that was like actually what played into me being um starting to feel really okay about the scenario was really recognizing the the blatantness of like really how much they didn't mesh anymore right like my mom is like always like trying to learn things and build things and do new things and like right she like started getting into buddhism and different philosophies and she was like literally is just like this kind of like as much as she might not think that she's like this machine in motion because she like points out other people in motion and is like, wow, they're constantly doing things. Like I, I look at her and I'm like, Daw, you're like, you're constantly doing things, right? Like oh, I'm growing up this whole time and she's like building things always, right? And she's never like, she's not a carpenter, but she built like a fucking literally floor to ceiling, sturdy, fucking amazing bookshelf. And it was like the length of a whole wall. Like, it was amazing, and it was, like, such beautiful wood. Everything, I have this memory of this bookshelf. I have memories of her building a bunch of different stuff, right? That's awesome. Um, And so it's, like, it's been really fucking awesome and inspiring, right? Like, to see that she's doing that, right? And, like, and not to say that my dad isn't awesome in his own right. Like, he is. I I love my dad as well. Um, But it was just, like, apparent that she was, like, going in a direction that was not necessarily the direction that he wanted to go, Mm -hmm. right? And, like, I think that was... Obviously, really difficult to reconcile with because it's like, you know, you got a family, you got kids, you don't want to, like, you don't want to break that up. You don't want to, like, fuck over the kids if maybe they'll be mentally fucked from the split happening, right? Like, all that jazz. But but at the end of the day, it was, like, a real realization of me being like, holy shit, no, this is them um, actually growing more into themselves. Yeah. And I didn't – I I couldn't articulate this at the time. But that – like, I was like, damn, that like, right now, like, I'm like, that's one of the most beautiful things. It's like this, like, no matter what it looks like externally, like, if you can identify that there, there's actually inward growth happening, that for me, at, in this scenario, which is a very, like, um, common problematic scenario within a lot of people's mm-hmm. lives, um, that shit really brought me to, like, contentment with this scenario and just being like, damn, like, no, this is really them growing inward. It doesn't matter what the external looks like. The inward growth and the actual um, context of what's happening for these two individuals, for me, like, trumps the, the external of, of what it looks like, right? Yeah. And, like, and you can look at the external and be like, here's a family that's splitting up. Here is um, two people who, like, aren't compatible anymore and they don't want to be with each other and they're having um, these problems even splitting up because they have a family and, like, whatever. You can look at the external and be like, oh, man, this looks a little rough. It looks, looks like, you know, a hard time. Um, and that's not to say that it wasn't a hard time, but it's just to say that like, for me, like at a certain point, I kind of had an emotional recognition, even if mm-hmm. it wasn't like a fully formed conscious thought that I could right. articulate, it was definitely an emotional recognition of being like, damn, like, no, they're, they are growing inwards and they're going more into who they want to be. Yeah. Um, and whether or not I agree with what that is, doesn't even matter either, right? Like that's something I realized too. And I realized this when I'm talking with my brother and he like, not to, you know, not to dog on my brother. I love my brother as well. Like, but he has problems with how my dad is. And so does my mom. And this is not to say that I don't have problems with how my dad is. Like, there are certain things about my dad that I have big problems with. But I'm also like, there's a part of me, again, going back to the, the foundational or the only foundational, I guess, that I feel like yeah. I have is the it's okay. Yeah. And being like, damn, like, yeah, maybe I don't fuck with these ways that my dad chooses to be. Um, but that's okay too. Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm, I'm like, of course there's like room for like, Oh, if somebody's being toxic and awful, then that needs to be like pointed out and, mm-hmm. or, and, or if you want the relationship to continue in some type of form, like I'm going to need an apology for this behavior over yeah. here. Expectations, or, boundaries, all those things are still important, of course. Right. But like philosophically, and when it comes to like just how you're living, I guess, um, and what you, what you think is like, Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. Right. Like, I can dis. I could sit here and think about how much I disagree with a bunch of people's actions, even my own. Like, and it's like, I don't know. For me, I'm just like, man. Like, to sit on that for a long time and let that take over how I feel about this person feels a bit like I don't know. Not untrue, but I don't know. It just feels a bit weird. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like I don't want to. If I love somebody, like. I don't want to sit here and think about the fact that, wow, there's this one aspect of them that I really, really disagree with. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily want to stew on that. Unless it's like a moral, right? Unless it's like a terrible moral thing. Like I said, boundaries, toxicity, right? All that shit. Like, right, I'm not, that stuff, there's room for it, of course, right? But like, just a philosophical difference where you're Mm -hmm. like, I really disagree with the way that you're living or something like that. You know, it's like. It's like if you're a hardcore vegan and you are, you know, you've got a friend who likes to eat meat and you're just going to like let that one thing take up your whole entire yeah. perception of this person and be like, you're horrible because of this. I don't know. Like for me, I'm just like, ah, like, no, you know, it's okay. Like, this is me. just mm-hmm. me, right? It's okay.
1: Like I like that point. Because at that same time, like, I think... As that vegan, just hardcore judging your friend for eating meat and thinking that they're horrible and like kind of like dissociating with them, uh, you then have to take into account so much more than what you bargained for by making that rash judgment or that rash decision. Because not only do you now have to sit on a high horse you have to make sure that everything that you consume everything that you use everything that you do <laughs> yeah. in your life is ethical yeah. in every way and has to be well researched yeah. and and you can't even prove for a fact that all of your vegan consumption is more ethical than yeah. you know farm raised beef yeah. Local farm raised beef or something like that, you know, like and and it's ridiculous because it's like, okay, well, do you have a phone? Yeah, where'd you get that phone from? Where were the chips made? was there slave labor involved in mining the the ores for all of the stuff that you yeah. use
0: like electronic devices and mm-hmm. stuff and that and and that's when it starts getting down a really sticky path many ab- animal habitats got destroyed in the in the yeah. seeking of those minerals needed, like, like anything right like you can go yeah. down the line i'm sorry if you're born in a first world country i don't think that you
1: have the right to start like
0: it, judging judging anyone s- standing for standing on almost any high ground yeah. Like, of, yeah
1: yeah and we can make each other better but yeah. like to be like oh i'm doing this for the world yeah. and you're not doing enough and you're the reason and it's, it's like, people like you i'm sorry but you're <sighs> you're not even a drop of water in the ocean uh. like in comparison in in all of these things because you literally just have a phone you have a car you have all this other stuff and like what you're doing to offset that is so minuscule. Like, yeah, if we were all doing things to offset our carbon footprint and all this jazz and whatnot, it would make a huge difference. But like, to just be judging other people for it, it's like, eh. Also not going to help them come to your side.
0: Yeah. You know? Also Show not going to help love. them grow at all.
1: Yeah. I want everybody to grow.
0: Yeah. You are now a tree. You are a tree. <laughs> Dig yourself out of your poop. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I feel that. I. It's really interesting when you, when you kind of dig into it a little bit too. Um, pe- people being angry at, at others for how they are and, mm-hmm. and or like, and even you dig past the anger and it's like, you know, some people have like a sadness of like, man, I, re- I just really wish that more people were like thinking like this mm-hmm. and, and like, right. And like, even in a way I have that when I'm thinking about growth, right. Like, I'm like, man, I really wish everybody could tap into a growth mindset and, yeah. or, and or wanted to grow for themselves, right? And, like, there's a whole bunch of mental stuff to di- dig into when you get into if people really want to grow themselves, right? Yeah. Like, tons of stuff that can fuck with that. Um, but it is really interesting, too, to consider, like, damn, like, if you want somebody else to grow, like, how do you even, you know, like, what's the, you know, what are these efficient ways of communicating that and what is, you know, the blatantly inefficient ways of communicating that yeah example A of being like you suck and you're a terrible person because you drive a car oh Alex where is this coming from I oh. have a bike dude I'm way better alright I'm I sold my car I'm out I'm not I, doing dude, this podcast I'm anymore. literally
1: you're making me feel terrible
0: yeah I just developed a superiority complex and it feels phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> No, truth be told, I actually like don't ride my bike very frequently anymore. Now that me and Emily live together, yeah. Now that me and Emily live together, like I did actually sell my car. That's not a lie to the uh, to the wires out here. Yeah, uh, the, the wires. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I I did sell my car, and I do have a bike that I bought. No, I didn't buy it. You didn't buy it. You got it's it from a your friend. It's a gift. Twice It was a twice gift.
1: Yeah, a gift twice removed Yeah, from the family.
0: Yeah, it's like my cousin. Yeah. Second cousin bike. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this bike belonged to um, a deceased friend, which we spoke of in a previous episode. So it's, uh, it's like he's carrying me everywhere I go now, which is awesome when I do choose to ride the bike, um, which was happening every day for the better part of a year when I sold my car. Actually, I think a little bit longer. I think I'm coming up on three years. It's either two or three years. I can't remember.
1: But it's been a while. It's been a while without. I think a car. it's longer than that.
0: It's been at least three.
1: Six years at least. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's been at least three. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't don't ride it as much anymore. But yeah, no, it's 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 interesting. It's yeah, it's like when you when you wanna. Inspire growth in somebody or you want to you know really help somebody reach a growth mindset, trying to consider and trying to figure out and it's different for everybody, right there's no fucking yeah. one size fits all but trying to figure out how can I communicate with this person what 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 combination of rhetoric can I use <laughs> to help this person find their way to the growth right and like it's super interesting to to try to consider that and then to try to succeed in doing yeah. that and then you know, out of the, all the times that I've failed, even like, right. Like, um, this is actually, I, I haven't thought about this before, but you know, no matter how many times I've failed to, um, help somebody look at something in a different way, I don't feel like I've been deterred from continuing to try to help people look at things in a different way. Um, which is cool. Cause I think like, I can easily say that that's, that's one of my passions that I am actively engaged with. Yeah. Um, because I love looking at things in a different way. I love when I meet somebody who has a perspective that I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, tell me about that. <laughs> so, but it's cool. It's interesting to consider. Yeah, you know.
1: that was a big part of Nathan for me, man. Yeah, he was coming at me with all sorts of pers- perspectives that I had never thought of, and I started at Roundtable when I was like twenty, yeah, twenty one years old, actually, I think. And so I was just, I was a little baby. I didn't I didn't know anything yet. And like Nathan oh was just the coolest dude to me. And he's like introducing all of
0: these like dude, the coolest, philosophical the ideas. Nicest, the yeah. most welcoming. Yeah. Fucking just
1: caretaker, lover. Yeah. Great dude. And <clears throat> it's also funny because I'm pretty sure my parents got separated like roughly I was roughly around the same age. Yeah. And they're back together now, but it was they were separated for years. And and I don't know how I processed any of that. I don't think that I did yeah, for a very yeah. long time and certainly well, not. I was just, smoking
0: way too much weed to process it. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I No, and that's oh, no like, joke.
0: Would mom be like, how you feeling? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> and my mom bounced to California after a bit following my sister down there mm. and I was just, yeah, I was all over the place, man. I was like, smoking too much weed. Yeah. I was like, drinking too much, mm. which is not good for you no. in general, especially not when you're in your teens. No. I'll tell you that much. Like if there's one thing I go back and change, I'd, I'd shut the heck up. I'd go to school. I'd not drink. I'd not smoke weed. Like yeah. that's, those are all. But I eventually got through not processing my parents' separation and like trying to figure all that stuff out. Yeah. And, and my parents got back together. And I never really hold anything against them. Yeah. Like I eventually saw kind of something similar to you. It's like, oh, these are just people struggling trying to figure their stuff out, trying to find out who they are. They're yeah. kids raising kids. Kids raising Honestly. kids, man. Yeah. And and I just I love both my parents and I'm just, yeah. you know,
0: want to be there for them. Dude, round of applause for all the parents out there. Man. Yeah. I mean
1: big round of applause.
0: Big round of applause. I'll dude. add some
1: sound effects in later Hell, for that. Uh,
0: yeah, I feel like most most of the time. It is exactly what you just said of, of kids raising kids. Like, yeah, you know, you get, especially the further back you go, right? When it was more common to have kids when you were between 16 and 30, mm-hmm. that, that was like the most common. And it, that might still be the most common, yeah. um, probably. But <clears throat> I guess it was probably more common between 16 and 20, even yeah. at a certain point in time, depending on how far you go back. Very um, common. So it's really like interesting to consider yeah. that point of like, yeah, like, we don't know how to be parents. Yeah. Right?
1: Like Yeah. To think about like me at 20 years old yeah. and what I knew and who I was, it's, I mean, even in the last three or four years, <coughs> I could tell you all of the life-changing things that I've gone through and that I've experienced. Those are the same things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but all like the new perspectives that I've gained yeah. and how it's made me to who I am now, And that like the twenty six years before that were I don't know, not a loss, but like not I was not anything,
0: you know? And I still think I did a lot of good. You were something though. You were a beginner. I was a beginner. That was it was your start. Yeah. So you were something. For sure.
1: And that's not saying I was like a terrible person, but You know, it's like, I just, I don't think that I really understood anything about myself until, yeah. you know, at least my mid twenties. And and then, and then it was just like beginning. I was a beginner. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Holy, what am I? <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah.
1: And even now I see, I still struggle with like being myself. It's like when we're starting the podcast and stuff like that, I'm like, oh man, like, oh, uh, like, do I want it? Like. I want to be myself, one hundred percent. You know, but it's also scary at times. I'm like, are people thinking that like I'm like some, I don't know, Mojo Jojo hippie? (laughs) Like, oh, this is just like some like weird like stoner psychedelic dude who doesn't know like you know diddly squat. Listen to these diddly squat.
0: Listen to these morons. And it's like,
1: (laughs) growing up, like I'm like the farthest thing from like a lot of those things. Yeah, and and it's more just. Like oh no, I'm I'm totally okay being myself. People can think what whatever the heck they want, and that's cool. And like either either they're listening to this to get something out of it, they're listening to this because they hate us and they want to like you know dig up some dirt (laughs) and like use it against us in the future, or they just you know randomly stumble across it and want something to listen to. You know, there's uh, plenty of reasons they could be listening to it. But for me, it's like the more that people listen, the more that they. Might gain something out of this,
0: yeah, and yeah. that's all I'm hoping
1: for. And I and I gain a lot out of it just talking to you. Like yeah. I said last week, it's like therapy for me every week. Yeah, so that's yeah, cool.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, even to, in today's conversations, I've already had like thoughts and revelations about yeah things in my life that I haven't previously had. Same. So. Yeah, just in the last like few minutes, like yeah.
1: just realizing like, oh, Alex's parents like got separated around the same time my parents did, and like I haven't even really thought about how yeah, I processed. That. Yeah. My parents getting separated. Mm. Like, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe there's some digging to do there because, like, I must have processed it in some in way, some way. Yeah. at some point along, but I don't even know yet. Yeah. And I'm, and I, I don't know. I'm, my mind's just kind of whirling, like, thinking about that, like, yeah. okay, like, where, where did I go with that? Like, yeah. how did I cope with that? Where Cause do I, I don't understand. That. And like, I know I smoked a ton of weed and did a lot of things, but it's like, did I turn to a toxic relationship because of my parents separating and did I like mm. almost punish myself by mm. like sticking myself in this same situation that I saw my parents going through like immediately when my parents got separated. Yeah. And, and did I just like think that that was okay and treat myself like that and let all of this continue because it's exactly what i just seen in my parents. Like it's, it's a lot to think about. Like yeah. there's a lot to unravel there and Absolutely. I'm okay with all of that. You know, at the end of the day, I'm okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, which is something really cool that I thought you brought up is it reminded me of Paul Stamets. Uh, I don't know if you wa- have you watched Fantastic Fungi? Yeah, yeah, or fungi. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I follow Paul Stamets Dude, on Instagram. So I'm, like, it
1: reminds I'm, me so much of that when he talks about in the movie how he's just like in a in a freaking thunderstorm. He's like crawling up a big oak tree. I don't know if it was an oak tree, but I'd like to imagine it was an oak tree, and and he's just on this crazy mushroom trip yeah. and, the, and the thunder and lightning's coming through and he's just like clinging to this like branch and he's just up there, has a stuttering problem his entire life and he's just repeating to himself on this mushroom trip, like, stop stuttering, stop stuttering, stop stuttering, stop stuttering and he stops stuttering <laughs> and now he just talks eloquently, he flows, he has no more stuttering problems and this mm-hmm. was like one of the most crippling things for him throughout his entire life.
0: So interesting,
1: and and the mushrooms just like they just aligned his his I don't know whatever brain stuff in the way that they needed to be aligned, hmm. and and maybe it was a neural pathway that needed to be you know opened up, or maybe it was just like literally a personal like self conscious thing that he had just developed uh, hmm. some sort of mechanism, you know. I don't know, but it's funny how I feel like a lot of the times mushrooms point out the easiest answer. It's never like, at least in my experience and from what I've heard from others, it's not some big mystical thing that's complicated and you can't wrap your head around. It's always just this really simple answer that just becomes blatantly obvious. Yeah, And the mushrooms just like, help you see it in yeah. a way. It's mm-hmm. like, oh. Like, my parents are just two people. Yeah. And they can be happy without each other. They just don't work that great together. And like it's so simple to see. Yeah. And maybe somebody on the outside could just see that and be like, "Oh, Alex is going to be fine. It's okay. His parents just don't get along. That's cool." And they're going to if anything Alex is going to be better off you know, with both of them being healthy and happy separately. But you don't know that as a little 14-year-old. You have no idea what's going on. You haven't experienced a lot of stuff. So for for your trip to kind of like just point that out in such a simple and beautiful way, I think it's just the coolest thing ever. And I relate to that a lot with like any experiences I've had where it's just like, oh, humans just overthink. They overthink everything. They make things way more complicated than they need to be. It's like, it's okay.
0: It's okay yeah man it's so beautiful like just being able to grow being able to and you can take you know you can take like a little microcosm of it as like you know learning a skill you know being able to be like look here's my first drawing from three weeks ago and here's one I did today I've been doing 10 drawings a day every single day for the last three weeks. And now look at this drawing today as opposed to three weeks ago. And like that feeling. No, no, you can't see it. I'm not showing you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, but, but that feeling, um, that's fucking amazing. Like to, to be able to just actually, um, tangibly recognize growth and, and acknowledge it. Um, it's, it's gorgeous. um, I made the comparison or the, the relation to the other day of watching an animated TV series and you tune in for the first episode or the first three episodes, or maybe you watch the pilot even, you know, maybe you did some digging and found the pilot of the show that you're digging into. Um, and you, you can see if you watch the pilot, right? Like it's very rudimentary type of artwork, right? Like, I don't know if you ever saw the, the pilot for the regular show. Um, and they actually kept a lot of the, um, Graphic of the characters, but as far as the actual animation of the show, obviously the show looks beautiful, right? It's a beautiful yeah. Cartoon Network, the regular show. Yeah. It looks it looks great, um, but you watch the pilot, it's literally just sketch work. None of it's actually animated. It's just like drawn in a way so that you know, imagine like you could flip yeah. through a notepad and yeah, like you'd yeah. see the scene, oh. right? Like it's that's how it's done. And then it, there's a a live voiceover, so it's like. You don't even like there's no actual animated images happening and it's just so fucking but it's so good, like it's hilarious. Um but then to like to be able to look at that and it's also very crude, it's very like crude and I yeah. think they I think they like cuss and shit. Like That's uh, yeah. Funny. Um they definitely like turned it into a kid's show for the regular show to be aired. But nice. but to be able to like go back and look at that. Welcome home, babe. Uh to be able to go back and look at that. And see, like, oh, damn! This is where it all started, and this is where, this is where, like, the ideas were um, the freshest, and the they had like the least amount of like really like pressure on them to be a specific way or be a specific thing. They were just like, wouldn't this be fucking funny? <laughs> like, yeah. And then just rolling with that. It's awesome, and it's it's so cool to be able to like just peep that and be like, oh, cool! This is where they started. This is the growth that happened. I can see now by looking where they're currently at that they've come a long way. Yeah. And that's so fucking cool. Like, and so I think I was telling you actually, and I was reflecting on the fact that I, I personally like forget when it comes to myself, like I'll forget that I think that that's so cool. Like and I do think that's so cool, but I forget when it comes to myself. And I, the prospect of being a beginner, I still have the, you know, the little pings of fears. I'll still like when I'm working on Canva, right? We're working on shit. I'll still have little, little pings in my brain that are like, is this even really like does this look good? Does this like even is this cool? I don't know. Like, I don't even care. Do I like this? Like yeah. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, enjoy it, dude. Yeah. I'm like that's where I'm like that thankfully like the majority yeah. of my brain is actually like that part of me is taking over. Um, but I still have, you know, like in the yeah, yeah. Like, like little pings coming in, totally. like, like, yeah, is this even good? Yeah, <laughs> and, I'll, and I'm like, bitch, I'm a beginner. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you, me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm just getting started, man. Yeah, so it's it's crazy that I forget it mm-hmm. when it comes to myself, and I th- I think actually. The, the idea of forgetting a philosophy and or forgetting a perspective when it comes to your own shit is a common <laughs> affliction that humans yeah. deal with, sadly, right? You can give somebody all the advice and all the best advice and they can be like, wow, that was so insightful. Thank you so much. And you can be like, yeah, I wish I could apply it in my own life. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, it's so con- it's yeah. so
1: easy to to spot things in others where you're like, oh, this could improve. This could, oh, this is great. Yeah, and yeah. like, then as soon as you are trying to do that for yourself, it's so much harder. Yeah. It was difficult, you know. Maybe for some people, it's not as hard. Dude, you're so lucky. You're so lucky. I wish I could do that. And (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's it is difficult, but the more that we just recognize that and like show that same grace for ourselves as we do for others, because, like I was saying earlier, like. You're a great artist. You're probably stoked to see people get into art. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and and I'm stoked to get people into climbing. I love climbing. Yeah, I think it's it's awesome. It's a it's a mental workout. It's a physical workout. You're yeah. literally solving problems with your body, yeah. and and you're pushing your physical limits. You're pushing your fear limits as far as like, oh damn, I don't want to fall. This is really hard. I'm like twenty feet up right now. I'm gonna just smack that mat yeah. and and you're finding all of these. Awesome mental problems and barriers that you just get to break through as you get better at climbing. And when people start climbing, they look like fools. <laughs> they look ridiculous. I remember my first time at Vital, the climbing gym downtown. I go in there and I was like, this is awesome. I like I remember climbing on a gym wall in PE as a kid, yeah, and and just like scrambling all over the place. And I was having a great, like, I've just always loved climbing, but never yeah. understood that it was like an actual thing that people do. Right. And then I went to Vital and I was like, I just started climbing all over the wall. And then people are looking at me like, what is this guy doing? Like, and I get off, off off the wall and I'm like talking to whoever I went there with. I'm like, what's, why are people, what's going on? And, you, <laughs> and whoever I was with was like, yeah, so this is like one route and it's colored and you like, climb that route and then you like come down and I was just like grabbing all sorts of holds willy-nilly like not paying attention to the route or whatever I was just cruising all over the wall and then like I got down I'm like wait a second that actually makes a lot of sense because if people were just climbing the wall all willy-nilly it just it wouldn't be a physical problem it would just be like well grab whatever hold you want that's cool (laughs) I felt so foolish at the time but it's also really cool because it was just this moment of pure childlike curiosity and fun where yeah. I'm just experiencing something as a total beginner. And, and now I'm like, you know, a really decent climber. I'm definitely not the best climber at the gym, but I go there and I have a great time and I push myself in every single way. And when other people get into climbing or even talk about it or think about getting into climbing, I'm stoked for them. I want them to come to the gym with me. I want to help them be a better climber. I want to tell them that they absolutely cannot climb this route and that they they just aren't capable of doing it so that they get angry and prove (laughs) me wrong, you know? Depending on the person. Shout out, Ian.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah. And Ian is like six foot eight. So he does one move and he's at the top of the wall
0: nice yeah fuck yeah
1: yeah really that's cool. awesome
0: really that's so cool. awesome yeah man it's I like I love that Yeah, you know? I, I I feel the same right it's like it's like oh if somebody's like starting out in music and they might have like oh man well I don't want to like ask so and so if I can do music with them cause like they're way better than me, you know. And I've had times where I've actually gone and like mm. to people's houses, and then like been in scenarios where I'm like, "Fuck!" Like this person's like musically like much better.
1: I'm feeling called out right now. You're feeling called out. No, not like I'm better at music than you, but like I'm. Um, yeah, I relate. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's how I felt making music with you the first time. Honestly, <laughs> well, I was that's over how there. I feel making
0: music with you now. So you no. should feel good. <laughs> um, that's funny. <clears throat> that's really funny. actually. Yeah, it's fucking beautiful. Um, yeah, man. But it's it's crazy, right? It's like no, nah, like you know, in so many of the scenarios, it's like it's not about like where you're a beginner or you're an expert or whatever. It's like It's like, yeah, just getting started and it's the love of the thing, right? It's And then there's the growth that is also like, there's love in the growth too, right? And like, so Mm -hmm. if you're somebody who can appreciate growth externally, right? Like just know that as well, like as much as you can appreciate growth externally, there are plenty of other people who appreciate growth externally as well. So like you being like, oh man, like I'm embarrassed to be a beginner. It's like, no, like don't, don't be because you're actually keeping something beautiful from a lot of people who would appreciate it. Yeah. Like that, that is like if you want to hide the fact that you're a beginner or, or you don't ever want to be a beginner, it's like you're kind of depriving yourself and the world of the growth that's going to take place yeah. from you just being a beginner. Yeah. Starting something. Yeah. Like there's going to be somebody out there who's like, dude, I remember coming to your page and seeing your first like post or your first song. And I remember listening to your first song or seeing your first music video or looking at your first painting or whatever, right? Like, you know, your first pottery mug, whatever it is. Like, I remember looking at your first one and like, I remember being like, dang, like this person has no idea what they're doing, you know? And then, and then coming back now and like being like, wow, this shit's so good. This shit's amazing. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's own. Yeah. It doesn't even feel or sound like anything else that I fucking know. Right. Like that growth and the inward growth that kind of I'm referencing in there where it's like, Oh yeah, this doesn't look or sound like something else. It's like, it just is you. That's so fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, and there's so many people who are going to see the, the beauty and the value in that. Be yourself. Be yourself.
1: Inspire others. Yeah. Be a beginner.
0: Be a beginner, dude.
1: Be, inspire others to be a beginner. By being a by beginner. By being a beginner. By being yourself.
0: By beginning to begin, you're a tree. <laughs> you are nothing more than a tree. Yeah.
1: Uh, it, it. I think it's a. It's a good note to wrap up on, and I'll leave you with one final, uh, th- uh, video that I watched the other day. It was uh, one of the guys that does the the FL Studio speedruns. runs. Nice. And nice. he had some. He was in a studio with a bunch of guys, and they all like a lot of them like platinum. Beatmaker artists who, you know, have been really successful, worked with a lot of, you know, Lil this, Lil that, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, <laughs> I can't even keep track of all the Lil's these days. It's Lil this, Lil That. it's ridiculous. That should be uh,
0: yo, a rap duo. <laughs> Lil this, Lil <little> that. <laughs>
1: Lil this and Lil that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll get there, Alex. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> right now it's Alex Curtis and Jose. Jose, no last name. No last and, name. And uh but in this video he's like all right we're having a competition today show me your worst beat and so all these guys are like going through all like the stuff on their laptops and just like looking for like one of their oldest first initial beats that was just awful you yeah. know just awful and you could tell which ones were like faking it they were like you know showing something that they thought was like you know maybe not that great but like clearly something they put a lot of work into and it wasn't a bad beat at all uh. and and so then this dude's like listening and he's like no nah, dude no nah, this is whack this is fire you're lying this isn't a bad beat of yours like get out of here like you lost this competition i wanted you to show me your terrible stuff like and and these people just weren't okay Yeah. Exposing that part of them, exposing the beginner part of them. It's like, no, it's like, it's okay. Like, Like, we know that you start, you, when you started making music, you made terrible music. It was bad. (laughs) And yes, it's all like, um, up for interpretation. Like maybe somebody out there would like it. Yeah. But objectively speaking, it was bad music. Like, and I think about the first music that I made, it was so bad. It was. Awful. Like, <laughs> even just thinking about it right now makes me cringe. But I would love. Hey, driver. Yeah, dude, that was fire. That was <laughs> gas. That was get gas. out of here! Don't you even start with that. Uh, g- you can get out of the kitchen right now. Get house. out of the kitchen, dude. Fricking driver! You sold your drivers. car. You can't even consider yourself a driver anymore. You know what? But um, <laughs> but it's just funny because it's like, if if I knew somebody wanted to get into music right now and they were a total noob, yeah, I would expose myself to them. And not, <laughs> I don't think you can say that.
0: <laughs> like, uh, I don't think you can say that. I, I would, don't want to make music with you anymore. I would,
1: no, I would expose my worst music to them. You yeah, know, I would yeah. be like, hey, this is where I started. Yeah. You're, you may not even ever want to start making music after you hear how bad this is because you're just like, there's no hope for humanity. Yeah. After you hear this. But this is where I started and this is where I'm at. Yeah. And, and it took me this long and that's way, way, way longer than it should have. And I took, you know, maybe two or three years off, yeah. Um, yeah. like not even touching music in that time. Yeah. And, and I can help you get to where I'm at like in a year or two. Like if you're dedicated and you want to like yeah. explore yourself and, and, and if, I don't know, if you're hardworking and talented on top of that, you probably get there way faster. You yeah. know, whatever. Consistent. Yeah, inconsistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I wasn't consistent for the longest time. I'm same. still not consistent. Same. Big like, shame, dude. Like, I, I try to make stuff, you know, at least a couple times a week. I, I prefer to do it every day. I just don't have time um, and I'm too busy, like being absolutely stoked on all this other beginner stuff that I'm in, you know, the podcasts and, and learning stuff on Canva and, and just different art design stuff yeah. and running and I'm a beginner runner, dude. I'm a beginner runner and I did not think that I would adjust this quickly and I'm having a great time.
0: So That's so awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Well, thanks again for joining us. Hope you guys had a good time. Hope we found some wires. Yeah, we got a lot of wires missing a lot of them too. They're all over the place, man. Just yeah. like this house. Yep. We got all these wires. Be yourself, grow yourself, Love the way you grow. Yeah. Peace. Peace.